Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. Back to Old School with DP and J. Welcome back. Final segment of the hour will bleed over. Uh, until the five o'clock hour, we'll run a short segment. We got four four segments to get in, so we will get them in. Uh, Jay, a lot of buzz over your uh, open, and you know some folks are, are raving. So, uh, yeah, uh, Gene, we did. I, I passed Gene. that. Gene, Gene, Gene Cotter, Gene. We passed that along. If you guys uh, reached out and shouted out to John Mabry, we did pass that along. And quite frankly, I fully expect that you guys will make some donations. Again, you can drop them off here at the station. You can drop them off at Beatrice Bakery. You can drop them off at the food bank as well. Uh, if you want to make a financial donation, you want to drop off cash, we take care of it. We'll hand it over to them. As we do all of our fundraising and charitable events, we don't have a problem with that at all. And if you want to make a donation, a cash donation instead of uh, just product, I mean, you can go into that cupboard and get the stuff that you normally eat, but you know what? You have enough of. And you want to share. Now's the time. Let's get prepared for the holiday season. Let's start looking out for folks who uh, have a greater need than we do uh, and share uh, who we are and what we have uh, with each other. Uh, I thought it was interesting in what you said that – and I we talked about it yesterday. My thing was, was this, and, and I did a show – geez, when I was in Orlando – and they said, well, you know, do you want to how, – how are you working with the Matt Rule thing? It's not Matt Rule versus Scott Frost or Mickey Joseph. It's Matt Rule for Matt Rule. Like, this is about him now. And through all of the stuff that, that he wants to do, and, of course, they announced uh, there were whispers of other changes that were uh, going to be made and other coaches that will be brought in. Um, your th- feeling – you're familiar enough with Charlotte and – the Panthers, you're enough. You got folks that are around those, or around that team and organization, so they know kind of what Nebraska's got coming, right? right. We we know what this is. Um, so I want to hit the station ID, and then I want Jay Foreman's take on the style of play, right? Yeah, that you think is being brought because it may not necessarily be Temple, Baylor, or Carolina. It may be some version right, of think. all of them. Nathan, if you would please. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM Firth, 93.7 The Ticket. 
this five o'clock hour, and we'll have four segments because we need to roll over this one and kind of run it. So we'll go to about ten after with this one, and then we'll do shorter segments. But in your mind, what do you think? What version of Matt Rule's offenses and defenses make the way? You've mentioned a couple of times a four three defense. Is Numbers, that yeah, is well, is that what you're thinking? Well, that's what I, um, you know, I watched. Uh, just off of memory, Mustavich or something like that. He was a two-time All-American. I mean, he was like yeah. he was like a tackling yeah. machine. They ran a four-three, and then obviously, you know, they played the nickel or whatever after that. And I think they had one defensive tackle that was pretty active. I think he was number two. Um, and then Baylor, more of the same. Um, they had uh, I think his last name is Lynch. That actually has Omaha and Nebraska ties. He ended up being drafted by the Bengals in the third round. Has some knee, you know, issues, but you know, obviously, you know, you know, so he's. And then in Carolina, um, you know, when you don't have a quarterback and your star offensive player, your factor back, like they used to say, is hurt, you know, they still play good defense um, and played, you know, played really good defense and or, at times. So, you know, as far as what you're going to get with Matt Rule, you're going to get a football coach, a guy that's, uh, you know, he likes to, you know, he grew up coaching. Um, you know, he's he's coached multiple positions, so, you know, he's able to kind of go and canvas the whole practice. It's not like he only only knows offensive football or a position on offense, and so that's where he's going to marry all of his time. He knows offensive line work. He's coached on defense. He, well, he played defensive line, so he kind of knows what, you know, looks right on all, both sides of the ball. Um, he's coached on defense, and he's coached, obviously, other positions on offense. He's called plays, and he's been a head coach, and so – from there, I think you're going to get a guy that's going to be heavily involved in everything, you know, every position. So, which is right along the lines of what you want from a CEO. He's not going to overstep his boundaries because he's going to bring guys in they, um, you know, you know, he's trust and he's coached with before, so they kind of know his style, what he expects from them, from coaching acumen, recruiting, you know, player accountability, coaching, you know, all the you know the the fun catchwords. Um, so, you know, I think that's what you're going to get from his, him as a coach. Um, I know he can recruit. Um, as you can see, if you could, you know, obviously with the press conference, you know he can recruit. I th- uh, one thing I heard is that he's he's always going to be aware of his surroundings. So that's obviously a, a, a check in the plus box uh, considering, you know, before. Um, you know, one of the things, and, and, you know, you got to take him at his word where he was talking about Steve Wilkes, where he was talking about Steve Wilkes is a, who is a guy that's actually his demeanor – um, is very Steve Wilkes is a, is an interim coach at uh, Carolina. Very his demeanor is very, um, you know he's I wouldn't say he's quiet, but he's very you know straightforward, thorough, uh, very good motivator, very very smart defensive mind. He talked about Steve Wilkes in the sense of Steve Wilkes does, he needs to be a head coach. He's been passed over multiple times. He you know without being asked. Matt Rule on his own said there needs to be more diversity in coaching both at the NFL and college level. You see that with some of his hires, but just how he goes about his business, even from Bay or from Temple, from Temple to Baylor to NFL, not a here. He's a man, that means he's a man of his word, and so that's what we're going to get in short from Matt Rule as far as offense goes. You know, one thing I you know you you really don't know until you know who all the positions that are kind of or all the coaching positions that are set. So I think you're going to get. I'm just going to go off like just he's going to adapt to what conference he's in. I think he set his offense up kind of like the New York Giants when he was, you know, coaching there. Uh, Well, he coached at Temple, went to New York, and then came back. 
you know, kind of, a, you know, run heavy, beat you up, good offensive line play, efficient, a passing game, can be explosive, you know, just, you know, good, you know, hard-nosed football. Then when you go to the Big 12, he had to adapt to that. You know what I'm saying? And that's what he did. So they, you know, a little bit more of 11 personnel, which has one back, one tight end, and, you know, have matchup problems because you got a plethora of speed out there in Baylor, and you saw it turn around within, you know, two two seasons after getting there. Um, then went to Carolina, and you really couldn't tell. You had a quarterback where um, you had Teddy Bridgewater, who was kind of a, say, 20-yard in, in back type of uh, efficient passer, which you need to be explosive especially if you're running back, which is Christian McCaffrey is out 80, it seems like 85% of the time <laughs> you have to be an explosive passing game. So, but th- it didn't match up with the, with the personnel, but DJ Moore had a phenomenal year, you know, and to the point that where they didn't, Carolina didn't want to trade him this year. So, um, you know, also I think that, uh, you know, he tried to run more of a power running game. Deontay Foreman came in as their power running back. He, as soon as he gets there, tears an ACL. You know what I'm saying? So then these plans that he had to do to adapt to kind of the NFC South never could come to fruition. So I think you're going to, you know, offensively might, you know, get a little bit of everywhere he's been, but I think he's going to adapt and try to build it from the trenches out. So it doesn't really matter. As long as he takes care of the lines, I think you'll be fine. And so, you know, time will tell. You know, it's not going to be, you know, when you're trying to develop a, a offensive line, um, line play from a physicality and mentality standpoint it's not you know it's not like you all you know start drinking a certain type of Gatorade and go through a workout through winter condition and then all of a sudden you're dead it's just a process that you have to go about in the process there's a process of the relationship building with I don't know whether they got 150 kids on their team or 120 whatever their roster size is or whatever they he chooses it to be to build the trust that goes both ways. Um, you got a lot of coaches coming in. You got, I mean, it's not even just the, the coaches that you're going to hear about on the internet. You're talking about recruiting staff, support staff, analysts, senior analysts, mm-hmm. sub-senior analysts, um, consultants. You know, there, you know, in, in there's been articles, this is, has nothing to do with Nebraska, that the NCAA or the powers that be might even allow for colleges to expand the staff. So then, therefore, you know, instead of just, you know, it's just say you run a 3-4, which, you know, we used to run, well, at Nebraska, you know, with Shenander, you might have an inside linebackers coach and then an outside linebackers coach. In a 4-3, you might have a defensive tackles coach and a defensive end coach if they expand it. Or you could have, you know, all you know there's all different types of things you could do and, and depending on if they would be full-time or not. So, um, you know, I mean, I just, there's you know, director of per, player personnel, right. director of player development, senior director of player but if they expand the coaching, recruiting. They, they, but if they expand the coaching staff, the guys uh-huh. that can actually coach, mm-hmm. um, through, and this is all across the nation, you know, mm-hmm. across the landscape, then you could then, you know, then, you know, the, you know, then, you know, things can kind of really jumpstart. Well, it's all the credentialed coaches who are, who are around the program who aren't official, but they're given access to some degree, some level. Well, that's what you have right now in the analyst role. I'm mm-hmm. talking about if there, there's been articles written that they might. So instead of going from 10, just say you go to 14. So you can – what I'm saying is when you if you get additional coaching, I, I think they passed it where you can have additional time with guys in the offseason. Then you can kind of, you know, fast forward that process. Instead of, say, you're taking two years, it might take – or instead of say, taking three or four, it might take, you know, at the two going into three. So, 
a big a big thing is going to be you know evaluating the present day roster, which is what he ha- which he he has to do at any place he was at. That's uh, Temple, Baylor, Carolina, and obviously Nebraska. Um, see if there's a fit. Um, you know, he already said he doesn't run guys off, so if guys want to you know be a part of you know the new Nebraska and Matt Rules Nebraska, you're you're more than welcome. And and you know he's a guy. in one thing when. You have walk-ons that he's brought in that end up being first-round picks and guys that have been kind of just throw-ins as far as recruiting. And I'm mainly talking about his time at Temple and sometimes at Baylor as well. Um, he's not going to be married to, oh, well, this guy was here in 2022. I'm the new coach starting in 2023. So Jay Foreman or DP's good. So then, but I'm not going to play you because you were under coached under Scott Frost and Mickey Joseph. So um, he's he's definitely going to be looking for football players. It, you know, the really the interesting thing for me will be to see what type of player he looks for as far as on on the line, right? Because the the players that were recruited before were definitely tall guys. <laughs> I mean, they they might they might have the you know if the basketball team needed some girth to run a two three zone. Yeah. In the in, in the Big Ten tournament, you got. Teddy Prohaska, um, Ben Hart, um, they got a couple six seven guys coming in as, as freshmen. Uh, Brant Banks is a former AAU player. He's six 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 seven. You know they could they could lay some guys out if you wanted to go a little round mound to rebound. So if that changes, it's going to be interesting to see how the guys on the present day roster adapt to it. A perfect example. Um, his name is last name is Perry. He worked for the Big Ten, and I was talking to him about when Urban Meyer came in, and Urban Meyer kind of said the same thing: "These are my guys." But Urban Meyer told him, "You ain't good enough. I don't think you're good enough." Mm-hmm. And the dude was like, "Hey, I was just second team All Big Ten, but he's like, you're not my type of linebacker." He was like, "I'm about to show you." Well, he ended up doing it. Mm-hmm. Now, was it a little bit of motivation? I'm sure he ended up being a captain, ended up being drafted by the San Diego Chargers, playing like four or five years. But that's the type of thing you got to make something out of this roster. It can't be, hey, come in. I don't know. Just say it was 85 scholarships. Yeah. And okay, we're going to get rid of 65 scholarships and get 65 new guys in here. That's the, the, the that, that's not going to happen. Between that and the walk on, I mean, uh, if there are 155 players that are at least in the space, those that are leaving, those that are coming. Um, how the roster and the actual number is manipulated and maneuvered is going to be the story of the offseason. Well, it is because is it the, this is what I don't understand because like some some coaches prefer a big roster, mm-hmm. so that's whatever the max could be. So mm-hmm. I, you know, and then some might be like, if I only can have eighty five scholarships, then I only want like one hundred five total. Well, it's resource, You're right? So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how he goes about it. You know, it's um, resource. We'll 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 put a pin there. We'll get to it. I want to go through that roster because. From the junior class on down, there's some guys that we have question about. And I'll ask you your thoughts on whether you think they come back, whether you think they'll be a part of the program a year from now. We'll do more of that when we come back to Old School. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.